This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, let's do a post-show, post-Super Bowl, post-NFL season podcast. That will probably have nothing to do with any of the above. What's up, Al? We don't know that, Jerry. I don't know that. Uh, I got to say, there's very little chance I'm getting on an airplane and sitting in coach anymore. I just, I can't do it. It's tough, isn't it, after you fly first class? Well, it's not even after you fly first class. It's ever. Like, it just, there's no room. No, not unless you're with people you are with or like me with thin people. Yes, like if I was there with... You know, Gina next to me instead of a guy I never for didn't sure. know. Yeah. But there's no room. Mm-mm. It's and very tight. Especially for, like, the longer flights. I guess, like, if you're going to Florida. You can do anything for two hours. Arizona? Are you kidding me? That was five hours. And we didn't deal with it because of first class. That was five hours and 15 minutes. Right. Coming back, it was even a little. It was shorter, I guess, yeah. because of the winds or mm-hmm. whatever the hell yeah, that the jet is. Stream. And, I, I, you know, I got, I upgraded myself to the. Best seat in economy. It was the front row, extra leg room. There's, there's still no room. No, I know. I'm aware. The seats suck. Your My butt bone was just right there on the seat. And I then couldn't compa- get comfortable. And compare it with the flight down there. Yeah. Which was an absolute pleasure. It was a pleasure. It was like you had your own pod. You could lie the seat flat. I yeah. Mean, this is, anybody that's flown first class knows this. We're yeah. not breaking anything, any new ground. It just was like I, I decided great. that's how I'm going to choose vacations now. Destinations where I can reasonably go in first class. That's it. The pr- yes, the problem with that is I don't know that you will know the price of the first class upgrade when you book. No, but can't you buy you, a first class ticket first? You can, but most first class tickets when you buy them as first class yeah. tickets, two grand. Oh. The, the upgrades so are the, when those seats aren't sold. Oh, okay. They will lower the price because you're already paid. Right, I so, was wondering that because I was like, when is the right time to try to buy a first-class ticket? If I want to go somewhere in August and I go to buy a first-class ticket now, is that going to be through the roof? I, I, you know, I don't know. I, maybe I'm wrong on that. I think it is. I like, think I would it rather is. fly first-class and stay in a crappier hotel. Yeah, I would. I like the nice hotel that's because true, that's Jerry. where you're spending the majority getting, of your time. I'm I, getting bougie. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm getting bougie in my old age. Well, but you know what? You're 53. You're not 33 anymore. Yeah, I don't want to stuff myself. It's about myself. time. So, all right, give me, how about this? I will do New York to Phoenix. Yeah. Okay? Let's do March. I don't okay. want to do, that will not be comparable if I do July. Because July, it's hot okay. as balls, and I don't know that. Do that, March, Jerry. Tell me about a first class ticket. So I'm, and, I, and I'll do the same thing too. We went on a Sunday, right? Yeah. So I'll do March 26th and coming back on Friday, the 31st. All right, and yep. I'm going to do a first class ticket for you. Yes, All yes, right? sir, Jerry. And it's got to be nonstop. Yep. Okay, we agree on that. We sure do. As this will load up, my guess is this going to be is going to be north of seventeen or eighteen hundred dollars. Damn. I don't know that. I'm just telling you. All right. Eh. Oh. Yeah. $3,126. Come on. <laughs> See, but now, like you're Same saying. Same flight, too, 7 a.m. So I have to buy a regular seat and then hope the upgrade's available. And if there's not, I'm screwed. Uh, Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. I, I mean, that's unfortunate. And they're all, and looking at them, no matter what time you fly on that day, 11 a, 7 a.m., 11 a.m., 449 in the afternoon. 
Uh, they're all the same price. The only break you get is on the 7.30 p.m. flight, which is $2,000 first class. That's $1,100 you're saving. But And that's the one we did when I went there in July. I did the 7 p.m. flight that we landed yeah. at like 10 o'clock in the evening because it made sense. And that was where I upgraded to first class too. Um, and that, that made sense to me. But it's yeah, dude. It's, it's rough, expensive. Jerry. It really is. I know. Is. I just I I just hated being in that airplane on the ride ride back. I'm, I I got gotcha. you. I know. I know. It really who you're sitting with makes all the difference in the world. That's why for me, like I said on the warm up show, which you will hear soon, um, it was a pleasure having a woman who was petite and asleep and did not budge. And it was it was really it was a great flight. I had I was in the middle of two dudes. They were not heavy dudes. You had to sit in the middle? That's all that was available. When I when I decided oh. to actually pick my seats, I didn't realize I could have done it earlier. Oh, dude. Stuck in the middle. They weren't heavy guys. No. By but... any means, but... Then, no, you're like, in the middle. They're it eating sucks. something. It's disgusting. Yeah. I've got... I'm trying to watch a movie. Maybe they're judging me based on what they... I wanted to watch 90 Day Fiance, which <laughs> I had downloaded, but I felt like a total loser because I was like, these guys are going to look over and be like, what are you watching? Correct. <laughs> Same way I say that to you. Yeah. So then I ended up just like reading because <laughs> I don't want to be judged by my program. You were shamed in the reading. <laughs> and then I kept trying to eyeball what they were watching. Yeah. Like I was like, what movie is this guy watching? One guy was watching UFC. And, uh... <laughs> yeah. And, uh, 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way, where we go to like live in <laughs> India. That is so funny. But you're right with the eating because they're like, you know, 20 inches away from you. Yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. It, yes, it is. It's gross. I agree. Actually, I do know what I watched on uh, on the plane ride back. See if this is something you'd be interested in. I don't think it is, but maybe. I watched a documentary. No, ab- good so far. About there's a there's a singer poet songwriter named Leonard Cohen. Yeah, I yeah. He's passed, but yes, he, I know the name. Okay, so he had a song called Hallelujah. Okay, that you know from other people recording it. So it was a it was a documentary about him and in particular this song and how long it took him to write it, how many verses he wrote for it, how it didn't get put out, how somebody else recorded it, how somebody else saw somebody else performing it, how then it ended up in Shrek, how then it ended up being played on American Idol a billion times. It was just interesting to see the way like how a, a guy's creative song yeah. sat dormant for so many years and then and exploded. Then it exploded everywhere. It was yeah. kind of cool. That is neat. Yeah. yeah, I would be interested in that. And then I had to go home and learn it on the piano because that's all I was doing all day. That's oh. all. Oh, then I got obsessed with this. This is what happens. I find the song. I get obsessed with the and song. And you're locked in. I'm locked in. I learn it on the piano. Then I completely and that's it. drop it. It's like once you accomplish it, you're done. Yeah. Yeah, I got that's you. pretty much what it is. But it was really cool. I was like investigating the lyrics. They're very biblical, sexual, sexual and biblical. Some say it's a sexual reference. Others say it's a reference to the Bible. Like it's really cool. It's really cool. You know, probably the Jeff Buckley version. Maybe I don't. Hallelujah. Top of my head, I don't know. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. That's what it sounds like in church. Yeah. So it was cool. So if uh, if if that's the sort of thing you like, it's called. Uh, Leonard Cohen, uh, a song, a life, hallelujah, something like that. Okay. Uh, I'm surprised this is not getting more uh, publicity and play. You know What's how that? there was that balloon, what that that Chinese spy balloon that we yes. that there, there's uh, been a few of them now apparently. Right. So yeah. this is what I'm saying. So we shot down the Chinese spy balloon. In the past, in less than one, in in just more than one week's time, so like eight days. We have shot down four. Mm-hmm. They're not calling them Chinese spy balloons. Now they're not calling them now Chinese. they're just calling them balloons? No, they're not using the term balloon. These are not balloons. Objects? Objects. Okay. What are they? I don't know. I, I actually saw the story about a half hour ago. I didn't get a chance to read it. I've read a bunch of them. The, the, it's it. very vague. Our government has admitted we shot these down. Yes. Objects. They're specifically saying they're not calling them balloons because right. they're not balloons. This other one was a balloon. This These are not, not balloons. Okay. So what are they? Oh, they're clearly aliens. Well, I'm just saying, what are they? Where I are they know. from? What no are idea. they? Don't when are they going to tell us? I have no idea. And you're right. It's not a big story. Right? It's I, a story. If you go looking it's for it. It's not a big story. I had to actually see the write-up from Barstool. Yes, doing this, a, is, this has not been breaking news. Right. I said, I, and, and you've always said, like, 
If so-and-so is happening, shouldn't that be on the front page? Yes. If it shouldn't was this written, be on the front page? You would think, unless they know what it is and it has something to do with China or with China. <laughs> if it has something China. to do with China <laughs> or with Iran or something like that. I'm very, Right now, the world is so unstable yeah. that you almost wonder, at least I do, because China's response to shooting down the one balloon was pretty strong. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it was pretty. Now they're saying they've shot down four of ours. Okay, I don't. Maybe they did. Maybe they don't. I have no idea. But my my thinking when I saw and I only I pulled an owl. I only saw the first few lines because um, I had to get ready for the nine thirty. My thinking was that we're trying not to piss off China by labeling it as such. I don't know though. Maybe they're aliens. I have no idea. Because in one of the um, maybe it's art- Russia, right? One of the articles I was reading, China said. Those other things you shot down are not ours, so yeah. I don't know what you're shooting down, but it's not ours. Maybe and one of them China. was like up near the Canadian border. I, I originally yeah, I saw, saw that. that the I thought Canada shot it down, but it was but America. It was yeah. No, the more I read into uh, world affairs right now, it, yeah. I, it freaks me out because then you want to talk about hypersonic missiles that China actually has developed. I mean, you're talking about being able to get here and not long, yeah, and not even being able to trace them. Like I, I know sometimes it's good, like you say, like. To be ignorant of what's going ignorant, on in the world? Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Sometimes. And other times, like, I want to know what they shot down. When are they going to give it? Because they could easily go, well, we can't give you, we can't release that information because it'd be too uh, sensitive, right? Yeah. For one of these other. But what if it's not from one of these other countries and it's just some bizarre yeah. thing or a drone that maybe came from another planet? And here's your headline That's from, this is from the BBC. A the U.S. News. military. Oh, come on. The U.S. military is unsure what three flying objects it shot out of the skies. Great. Well, did you go get them when they fell to the ground? I mean, my God. Give me a break. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It was traveling at 20,000 feet. Could have interfered with commercial air traffic, which is why they shot it down, it said. Yeah. Uh, Because all these things that the military has seen... That we get the rudimentary uh, radar on where it's like uh, the the Navy pilots seeing the thing turn weird, then go into the ocean, then pop out of the yeah. ocean. Yeah, yeah. We don't know what those are. We don't. We don't know if there's a, a living thing in there or it's a drone or it's a balloon. We How about this? This is from the BBC. I want okay. to remind you. This right, is that's not real. some stupid website. A military commander said it could be a gas, gaseous or whatever word that is type of balloon or some type of propulsion system, adding he could not rule out that the objects were extraterrestrials. Right. So I'm glad you brought up that propulsion, because this this is one of the things that the military guys that are on record for these things, they're they're saying when they look at these things, the propulsion that we have technological on our planet today is not this. Right. I don't know. And it's a different propulsion. The only thing I would say is there are a lot of really smart people out there. Yes. Doesn't mean someone smarter than what we've developed hasn't done this to scare the crap out of people, too. Right. It could be any of the world government's militaries Absolutely. that are doing these things. No, if you told me China developed something to freak us the F out or Russia did. Yeah. One of the ways I heard this explained, which is really weird. So they talk about, like, uh, you know, to, for us, for a, for a jet to fly... There's some sort of propulsion mechanism that pushes sure. pushes the jet forward. Mm-hmm. They're saying these these things that they're observing, the thing itself is not moving. It's moving everything around it in the same way that if you put a bowling ball on a bed, mm-hmm. the the bowling ball, the bed moves around the bowling right, ball. Right, sure. Right. Because it's too heavy. Right. It's There's nothing in the bowling ball propelling... The bowling ball that it's that's how it's heavy mo- yeah that it's moving through the propulsion is bending time and the space. atmosphere yes yeah Man. this is where we need neil degrasse tyson but he yeah that's good true because he doesn't believe in aliens he, no he doesn't so i'm curious what he would make of these yes. things especially now that you've got new quotes from military directors and all of things is that nature. I need, this was the quote from from China that said uh, China's foreign ministry on Monday said the U.S. has flown balloons into its airspace more than ten times in the past year. Like they got very defensive 
and came out very aggressively. Like, you, you shut down our balloon. What about all the balloons you're flying that's, over here? That's what they're saying, correct. Yep. So it's interesting. It is. I'm try- I need, you know what I need to do is find somebody on Twitter who is following this for, like, a publication. Sure. Like, yeah. I got to find that BBC article, maybe find that writer yeah. and see if they're giving updates on Twitter. Yeah, I don't. That would be a good way to do it, actually. Because isn't it weird, like, legitimately, the Super Bowl commercials are getting more yes. news coverage than these things flying around in our airspace and getting shot down. Right. Because it doesn't of... sell. Unless you're going to say that it's aliens. Right. That's the way you got to treat it like it could be aliens. Then it'll sell. Right. I, I, you know, to me, I always come back with, why now? I don't know. Why like, now? why are they, why are they I, I think, I think that the militaries around the world are so sophisticated now. I mean, I just told you about hypersonic missiles. If you really read up about them, you, I mean, you'll be shaking how quickly the world could end. Yeah. Like we could disintegrate instantaneously with these things. You're going to, they develop those, but they can't develop something like this. Of course they could. Well, that's the weird thing. Like even saying, even the first spy balloon that got shot down from China, that seems like such archaic. Yes. <laughs> I mean, what's next? Russia's going to come over here on the Titanic. It's so weird. <laughs> I know. Yeah, like I know. A spy balloon. That is your technology. Right. But the fact that it made it all the way across the world and then halfway through our country before. Where was that shot at? I don't even remember where it was. Uh, I don't remember. I know there was over. one out of all. Was it Alaska? Or Antarctica or snow? Well, that's not Alaska. our country. Right. That's not our country. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> That's a great point, Jerry. <laughs> great point, Boomer. Great point, Boomer. Exactly. Yeah, so, so very weird. Yes, it is. I'm going to follow. That's what I'm going to do this afternoon. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do this afternoon, That's your Jerry. Monday. You wonder what goes on here on a Monday? You're going to come in tomorrow with all this research. Yeah. Oy, 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 and I'm going to be sitting there exhausted from cornhole. <laughs> I also did a very old man thing this weekend. Just this weekend? Yeah. I went through uh, all of my medical records. Okay. Like, anytime I would get something done, a procedure, like I've had a hernia surgery, mm-hmm. I keep all the paperwork and I put it in a folder. Okay. So I was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to create a document with all of the procedures I've had and when they were done. So I could see, for example, when's the last time I had a colonoscopy. Nothing wrong with that. That's smart. Yeah. So I did that. I, 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 and basically I'm a due for a colonoscopy this year. Me too. Want to go together? No, I do not. That does not sound like anything I want to do with someone else. It's disgusting. But think of the public service announcement we could do. Alan Jerry, warm-up show, is not here today. They're both getting their colons checked. Asses up. <laughs> or we do it live from the waiting room. I'm not doing it live. No. Uh, and we have guests on. What do you For a doctor, why did you want to be involved in the butt? That's a great question. Hi, doctor. Why would you be interested in butts? <laughs> I did find that when I was going. I want to talk to the doctor about the terrible ones he, he comes across. About which? Oh, the bad butts? Yes. There's got to be some scene. Ugh. Yeah. Gross. Yes, very gross. Imagine when they first started doing them. Like, now it's all, I mean, it is robotic for the most part. And I don't think you get very close to them anymore. But I've got to think when they first started developing this procedure, like, your hand, like, you were right there. And what were they putting in your butt? Like, I don't what was know. The, I don't know. What a did Polaroid it look like? camera. <laughs> We're just going to send this Polaroid camera in your butt. Open wide. Move it up. <laughs> right. And then you shoot out. You know, like down the Polaroid, it shoots out the picture. It just comes flying out of your butt. Pictures of your colon. Oh, my God. And then you like in the NFL, you put them on a string. And- yeah. <laughs> Here it is. They do those. They send you home with your Pictures your disc, right? of your, yeah. this like was a printout of of colored photos of my colon. That's cool though. I have it on the fridge. Why would I not be surprised <laughs> if you did or you didn't? <laughs> it's my screensaver on my iPad. Not expecting company, are we, Al? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, yeah. I still want to go to the Prince and Longevity Center. I know. I got to call them today, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's just such a pain in the ass trying to get an appointment. Yeah, they want you there all day long. I don't mind that. That's fine. I'll take the day, but. Give me an appointment. I can't even get that done. They they schedule them out like a month in advance, which is fine. But there's like this tiny little window. I'm interested. When they, have they, they have in the commercial virtual colonoscopy. Yeah, so would I. Yeah, that me sounds too. awesome. That sounds like nothing's going in your butt. Me too. Except I think virtual. they look at it with a 3D image. I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Why aren't all the doctors doing this? I don't know that it's as. I don't think it picks up everything. Oh, okay. 
And I think for I, I see I don't know. I've got to check, but the way I understand it, we do not have a history of colon cancer in my family. I don't believe so. So I think I would not be in that higher risk uh, category to where I think that one would be okay. And like the Cologuard. Actually, you're, you're correct because when I did look at Princeton longevity last year, whenever yeah. it was, and I was excited about the virtual. Yeah. I, the, the, I would not be a candidate for their virtual. Because it is in your family. Because it is in my family. Yeah. Right. Damn it. Damn it, Jerry. I know. Doesn't mean you can't Live. have it. If you want to pay for it, you can get it. Right, done. I can get it. It's just not the best screening for you. Right. Like, for example, like I want to take the, uh, the, uh, the PSA blood test for prostate cancer, yeah. which doesn't really tell you if you have prostate cancer or not. It's, it just alerts you of levels are weird. Yeah. Right? Like uh, those who get prostate cancer, the, the levels of the blood are normally really off when you right. get that done. So it's a, a good warning. To me, it's good enough. And I have my dad had prostate cancer, but I'm not going to get someone's finger in my butt, Jerry. Yeah. Until that number comes back wacky. So I'm just going to get the blood test. You could have something and the numbers not be wacky. Yes. But statistically, Jerry, I'm willing to take those chances. Yeah. You know, it's one thing to be cocky about your immune system. Yeah. I don't know if I want to be cocky about possible cancer. No, you can't be cocky about your your internals and your genetic right. internals. Right. Take care of yourself, will you? Take care of your chickens, Jerry. Jesus. You think this was a good thing for Rutgers that the, the, they kept saying Rutgers University yes. during the Super Bowl yesterday? I think because it's huge. of uh, Who's the guy named? Isaiah Pacheco. I think Pacheco, it's big yeah. because now it helps recruiting. Yeah. Like, you know, if you ever, and I, I know you do watch the starts of Sunday night football and Monday night yes. football. I know you don't go much past the uh, the first quarter because of the time the games are on. But when you see when they open up that the game and the lineups and the players are on camera and they're like, you know, John Johnson, Nebraska, or whatever, you hear so much of Michigan, Ohio yep. State, Oklahoma, and for Rutgers to get play like that with the most eyeballs on the set, all it can do is help in recruiting. I mean, it can't do anything. It can't hurt at all. It's nothing but a bonus. I notice it now in the time when I was in Tampa, the University of South Florida okay. got a football team. Mm-hmm. And they had never had one before. Yeah. And now it's funny. Like I'm uh, conscious of it now when I see on an introduction like that, somebody puts from yeah. the University of South Florida. I was like, wow, that was like... Not even a program, mm-hmm. and now they got guys in the NFL, and that's and so if you're a let's say you're a big high school junior and you're trying to decide where do I want to go, you see that you're like, damn, so a kid from Rutgers can go to the NFL and go to the Super Bowl, like yeah, like Ray Rice went to the NFL. That's a long time ago now, so and and was really successful before he had his troubles, as you know. Like think about the last big time NFL player from Rutgers, and it's Isaiah Pacheco right now. So I think it's I think it's a great thing, really. And they've got other ones, but I mean he was on the national stage yesterday. Did the McCourty brothers go there? Yeah, one of them, both yeah. of them. I, I think both of them did. Yeah, that were, those were the ones prior to yeah. like where I always thought you know they were on. But again, that's Patriots. like, and I know one of them. I think one of them is still playing, and one is retired. I think, but even that's like, it's not. I don't know. This was the Super Bowl yesterday. There's nothing better than that. Right. And he's a young player and a good player. And he's had a big be, game. Yeah, and he's going to be on a, a a team with an explosive offense for a long I time. I thought it was great a couple weeks ago when he was huge in the uh, in the playoff game. And he scored the touchdown that was, you know, called back eventually. Like, I thought that was great for Rutgers. I'm talking Super Bowl? Yeah. Even better. I think they said 120 million people probably watched that game. Is yesterday. that right? Yeah. How about that? How about, that's a lot of people. All right, Jerry, I got to go because, uh, as you know, I've got an afternoon filled with uh, doing research on what are we shooting down? Are they aliens? Are they drones? Are they balloons? And what are you doing after 1 o'clock? Well, I plan on doing this all afternoon, oh my God, Jerry. That sounds terrible. I'm going to come up with a full report tomorrow. All right. Oh, you're out tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Where I are you am. going? Uh, it's a medical issue. A medical issue. Not Rutgers. And it's not my colonoscopy. When's the next Rutgers uh... road game? I don't know. Where you going to I mean, I know miss? we're on the road Saturday. We're at Wisconsin. But tomorrow night is a home game at 8, p- 8 p.m. God, shoot me. 8 p.m. tomorrow night, then on the road at Wisconsin. Then I think the next two after that are at home. So for Wisconsin on a Saturday night, you'll travel when? Friday, Friday. night? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, wow. Friday so afternoon. Able, Friday afternoon. Yeah, I know, and I know we're at Penn State on February 26th in a couple weeks, which would be well, the following week, actually. So you yeah. do get to, you know, you talk all the time, like, you'll never be, go to Spain, probably. Right. 
Like Wisconsin, I'll ne- like you. I would never go. Right, but I'm saying you are going to places that you would never like. You'd never Correct. go to Idaho or Iowa or Iowa. Right. But it's cool. Like you're going to be in Wisconsin. I do. Yeah. No. That's kind of cool. I've always said that the the travel part of this is a blast. I mean, seeing states that I otherwise would never visit. Yeah. You're you're forced to go, and it's a great thing. It really is. I mean, I think the the one is probably Iowa out of all of them. Eh, maybe Nebraska. Like those two, why would I ever go there? But I've been there multiple times, and right. it's kind of neat that I have been. Yes. And soon, UCLA and USC as well, although I love those. Oh. Yeah, that's coming another year and a half. Nice. That'll be cool. That Maybe that's a road trip I can get you on. Mm, I don't know. I, uh, USC's like in the middle of uh, the bad part of uh, yeah, Los Angeles. Yeah, but we're Angeles. not going to stay there. Oh, we don't stay. And you're going to get bust in. I think that's where the L.A. riots were. I don't want to go over right. there, Jerry. Okay, you just took all the fun out of this. Wisconsin sounds like much more oh, fun. Oh, my God. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. Right. So. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk too. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't oh, suck. back in the friendly confines of the studio, the Eddie Scuzzeri, oh, Red Storm. Man, what's up? And across from me as the Super Bowl in the NFL season is now over, Al Patrick Dukes. What's up? It is all over. Good it morning, Jerry. Is over, as they say. Listen, I got what I was looking for, a slugfest, uh, teams going up and down the field. I wasn't interested in defense. Luckily, I didn't get any of that. Not a lot of it. Although, Not a lot of it. Although one of the biggest plays was a defensive touchdown. That was cool. Because I'm with Sal on this one. That game was going in the wrong direction very quickly. Actually, yes. Let's see. I wrote this down. It was a 14-7 at the time, Jerry, in the second quarter. And they were rolling. And they were rolling. rolling if they rolling, go down and it's rolling. 21-7... Different story. Now it's Instead, Patrick Mahomes. You don't. You're not writing them off. But right. I. But at that point, man, it felt like the Eagles were controlling every. They had the ball the entire first half. Yeah, I decided in this game if the if this game was twenty one nothing at some point on either side, it, it was still bet that gonna, team going to get down to a field goal or a touchdown. Had I not made nine losing bets, <laughs> I would have picked the Chiefs in the middle of that game when yeah. they were down double digits. I couldn't win anything. I made nine prop bets. Nine. Nine. My son made one and one. Which one did he do? He took the Chiefs to win. He took Travis Kelsey over 60 yards receiving and an Isaiah Pacheco touchdown. Wow. And he won. That must have paid a nice little. I don't remember. I think it was like gimmick. Yeah, it was like 10 bucks to win 110. I forget what it was. It's pretty good, though. Not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. You lost nine. I lost everything. I Every single thing I did, I lost. Hmm. Like I had Travis Kelsey to score the first touchdown of the game. He scored the second. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> for real. <laughs> I felt bad for the guy who scored the first touchdown for the Eagles. That was called not counting because he didn't actually cross the Kenneth line. Kenneth Gainwell. Yeah, because he was like, for a moment yeah. in time there, Jerry, Kenneth Gainwell 
scored the Eagles touchdown. The people that had randomly picked, what did you say? Kenneth Gainwell. Kenneth Gainwell. You know what those odds score for him to have the first score? Huge. And you jump up in the air, Jerry. And then, oh, wait. Oh, oh no. Jaylen it hurts. looks like he's not in the end zone. Why don't the Eagles just every play just snap the ball and run it up the middle and have everyone push <laughs> push Jalen Hurts as far as they could get him? Like on that quarterback sneak for the touchdown? It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Like, like, That's not going to be allowed. I really don't think they'll allow that next year. The pushing of the... I, yeah, you got it because it looks like a rugby scrum. Right. It's almost like get on my shoulders and I'll carry you. Even on the one, uh, who's the defender? Jones for the uh, Chiefs? Okay, yes. Chris Jones, yeah. I think his name. He knew it was coming. He went over the top to pop him. And it's it's just still... too much weight. It's too many people. There was even one play in this game where they, you had one of the scrums going where they were pushing the pile forward. And they actually blew the whistle as they were still going forward, which surprised me, which yeah. tells me that play is going to be out. Interesting on Chris Jones. I did not know this. I don't know how until listening to a lot of the sound this morning. He lost his father in a house fire. Is that right? In 2018. Oh, so recent. Brutal. Yeah, and uh, a couple of family. I had I did not realize that until this morning. Yeah, I had not heard that story. No, me neither. But yeah, so the um the Chiefs are Super Bowl champions. They sure are, Jerry. 38-35. And again, if you have one of those Super Bowl boxes, my mom won her Super Bowl box. She had an eight and a five to Good the for final. Her. I've Previously, I'd have looked at that and be like, this sucks. An eight and a five? I eight's, don't know. Eight's great. You made a good point, though. This, you know, once the two-point conversion was put in. Everything's all, different. All numbers are on the table. Yeah, absolutely. Well, then five for 35 if you're looking for a high-scoring game. I won nothing. I had, you know how many boxes I had? A lot of boxes. Oh, my God. I not won one. Nothing. I had over 50 boxes. <laughs> Because of all you the travel sports. You lost nine sports. prop bets and 50 boxes. Jerry. I lost loser. I mean, I lost everything. I didn't win a damn thing yesterday. Like, why am I doing this anymore? I, I don't do any of them. God I don't darn do it. the boxes. I don't bet the games. I don't do prop bets. I don't do game bets. It's. I know for most people, it helps them enjoy the game. No, I did it. it I, no, see. I, I don't like it. That's not me. I will bet when I want to. I don't bet because I have to. There's a lot of people, good, bad, right, wrong, that will bet to stay into it to make it more fun. On a regular basis, I won't do that. In a game like this, though, I did because I, I really didn't care who won. So I'm like, ah, let's have a little bit of fun here today because otherwise, eh, whatever. You know what I say, Jerry? Bet with your head, not over. Right. Well, I did. I was a grand total of 100 bucks yesterday. Was, oh, okay. So not, you are right. not Not counting all the boxes. I don't mean right. those. Just those yesterday. Pricey. I had a whole bunch of maybe maybe a little more than a hundred, maybe hundred and fifty. You, you did a lot of them for charity for the children, were, so you yeah, felt mo- like you gave your money away. To a lot children. of them were for travel sports teams and such things of that nature. And then I had a couple of other ones that were not for travel that would have been really nice payoffs. Yeah, but not even close. Like not even close on any of them. Now I went on a Twitter this morning as I like to do, Jerry. Now for me, I'm going to be honest with you. I watched the entire first half and then I came in and watched the second half. Sure. All right. I didn't see Rihanna. I heard she I was, saw Rihanna. I heard she was pregnant. Yes. I heard she wore red. Mm-hmm. That's all I got out of it. She, I, I thought it was good. I'm not a Rihanna fan. I don't like that type of music, Jerry. I'm an old school classic She gave rocker. you all the hits, though. Perfect. I thought it was good. All I, this is what it gave me an opportunity to go take a shower. Because I didn't want to miss any of the actual action. When I heard Kevin Burkhardt go, we have a 29-minute halftime. I went, so? Yeah. Well, that's every Super Bowl now. Yeah. It's a half hour. It's absurd. When the regular, when a regular NFL halftime is 12 minutes, they give you 30 now for the Super Bowl. It's crazy. So I wake up and I see, of course, trending on Twitter is the NFL is fixed, which is so stupid. The NFL is not fixed. It's stu- You know how impossible it would be to fix yeah, no, you can't do it's impossible. it. Impossible, right? Listen, the way the 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 uh, the book of rules is written, Jerry, we say all the time, you could call a penalty on every play. Yes. So when they do, it's a penalty. And even James Bradbury, the fella on the Eagles, he admitted it. Yeah, you got to tug the jersey. Now I don't like it, but it is a penalty. Right. You're going, the receiver's trying to run his route. You're slowing him down by holding him. Penalty. Yeah. Sorry. The the problem you have is exactly what you said. Yeah. And this is the problem the NFL has. You can call that every play. Literally every play. You can call that uh, probably on the other side of the field. You probably could have called defensive holding 55 times last night. The issue you run into is when they call it, in the spot they call it in, on what turns out to be the game-winning drive. 
that's the problem. Now, some some took it well, like Nick Sirianni. Uh, I just want to play a couple things for you, which I'll play probably throughout the morning. I saw him crying yesterday before uh, the game. He was crying. He was crying during uh, Chris Stapleton's rendition of uh, he was crying the national anthem. That became a meme, as Jim Nance would a say. So. Nick Sirianni took the, like Bradbury. Like, Bradbury is like, I held him. I was hoping he wouldn't call it. He called it. Sirianni's like, the game never comes down to one play. Um, Then there are others that go on live TV, like Michael Barkan did. Uh, Clearly, this meant a lot to him uh, on NBC Sports Philadelphia right after the game on the penalty. They get to a third and eight on the 15-yard line and an incomplete pass and call Shepard's team with a bullshit call. I mean, utter, complete bullshit. (laughs) Who is this guy? Michael Barkan. Is he a player? I don't know. No, he's a host, I think. He's a host on television cursing? <laughs> yes, and then he, he finished this way. It's inexcusable. You don't make a call right then and there. You don't let the game be decided by the officiating. And, yes, it's true. The officials go both ways, and you got you got to rise above okay. it. I understand. This is the freaking Super Bowl, and that should never happen. I'm going to be in the car. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. I'll be, be fired. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, they get fired up down there in Philadelphia, <laughs> the news people. I think he spoke for most Philadelphia Eagle fans wow. last night. <laughs> that would be the equivalent of someone going on SNY and doing that. Yeah, like, well, it's cable. I mean, you oh, can do it. it. A cable channel? Well, it's NBC Sports Philadelphia, so it's a cable oh, okay, channel. Yeah. I don't think what he did is illegal or anything. I, I don't think it's no, looked it's not, at well. It's not finable. But, no. So, if you did it on SNY... No, Gary Apple <laughs> after Dropping a bad F-bombs. strike three call on the Mets. <laughs> yeah, that so uh, that would that's going to be the big thing. The NFL. I can see Sal doing that. Drop it as you're on SNY and freaking out about for sure a Met loss. Strike three called on Francisco Lindor in Game Seven of the World Series, and it was two feet off the plate. I could see Sal losing his mind on Mets post game live or whatever the hell it's called on SNY. I can see that. Then the other thing, before I uh, went to sleep, seeing Patrick Mahomes get hurt at the end of the second quarter, sure. I thought that was going to be a major problem. You know what's really weird, too? Now, the, the reaction of the Eagles players, because I, I kept this in mind when this happened. Patrick Mahomes goes down. He gets up hopping, limping. Mm-hmm. If I was the Eagles players, I'd be hitting my friend going, holy crap, he's hurt. We're in. They don't even like because, react like he's injured. Because he's done it before. One, two. Do you even believe him? I believe him. Like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Well, he went to the I don't know he's not acting. Like those uh, Pepsi commercials. Do I like this Pepsi or am I acting? I got to be honest with you. I didn't see one commercial. Oh, yeah. This is the first time, not one. And we weren't going anywhere. We wound up running out for a little while to watch the game uh, at a friend's house, even though that was not the plan. And it was a lot of people, and you couldn't. I couldn't hear anything. I didn't, like a Burkhart and Olson. No idea. Oh, I heard. I thought they did terrific. Oh, I'm sure they did. I'm saying, but like when you watch it in that setting, no, no clue. Some dude who used to be Kevin Burkhart's high school uh, sports on air partner. Okay. Posted to Facebook a video of him and Kevin Burkhart. A video of them doing mm-hmm. a high school game. Nice. This guy's now a. Uh, Pro wrestler. For real. The really low levels of pro wrestling. No though. kidding. Yeah. Well, they went in the opposite Things directions. Paychecks went in the <laughs> opposite there. It was cool to see, though, because this guy was like, he was the man and Kevin Burkhardt was his. Was Kevin the analyst? Yeah. Really? Yeah. How about that? Well, I mean, when you start at that level, you do whatever they want you to do as long as they give you a microphone. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So that makes sense. I know Kevin ultimately did do the games. Yes. So what was his name? Do you remember? No. Okay. I like how we waited till Kevin was doing the Super Bowl. Everyone, by the way, pulled those things out <laughs> yesterday. I saw Peter Schwartz, him and a picture of him and Kevin Burkhardt holding a microphone up to some player, going, "Remember Kevin? Me? Remember me?" Oh my gosh! Everyone was doing the "Remember Me, Kevin" uh, oh, stories sure. yesterday. I did not. I did not pull me one of those. neither. And I shared, as he said last week, shared hotel rooms with him in Detroit. Was it Detroit? Yes, you, Detroit. You saw him walking around nude in a hotel room. Detroit and Miami. No, he was not walking around nude. Oh. He had a towel on. Knock it off. <laughs> but yes, I spent a couple of Super Bowl weeks with him. Yeah, and how about that, Jerry? Really good. But I did not post any photo. I don't even think I have photos from that. Right. Who even had photos back then? I wasn't taking pictures on the phone at that point. That was 05. I don't even remember. 05 and 06. Does that sound right? Eddie, does that sound right? Well, it was before my time right. here. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I guess so. Okay, right, because your first one was the uh, the giant one. In, the in giant Phoenix. one, the helmet catch. Right. Stop guessing helmet catch. Yeah. So, no, I, I have not posted any photos of me and Kevin. Wow. I could have. You missed out, I Jerry. This was your opportunity. You should have put pictures no. of you and Kevin uh, dining together. That's okay. Hanging out in Mar- Detroit Margaritas together. Margaritas in Miami. Margaritas in Miami. Until 4 o'clock in the morning. These sorts of things, Jerry. That's what we wanted. We want proof that you knew Kevin Burkhart before he called the Super Bowl. By the way, if I was Fox, I'd tell Tom Brady... Not interested anymore. I agree. Not interested. They're the number one team now. I, They're over Romo and Nance. I agree with you. They are. I, I'm with it. you. They're I've over been, Buck and Aikman because they're, they're forgotten about now. They get like scrub Olsen. games. I think they work well together. They said they have the sound of a big game now, having done a million big games together. I think they're good together. The chemistry's good. I also found this about the Super Bowl yesterday, Jerry. Now, we talked about all week, no buzz. Where's the buzz? We're looking for some buzz. Mm-hmm. That game, I think because there are so many big, the presentation for all the NFL games now are big games. The presentation didn't look any bigger no. than Wild Card Weekend. I will not disagree with yeah, that either. I, felt, I think that's why I didn't feel like, ah. I, I do think part of it, though, too, is the run-up to the game was lost a little bit by a lot of the NBA stuff. Whether you like it or not, that is true. So it was kind of like, and also the extra week. I mean, I've said this for a few years now, the extra week. You, and why everyone complains about having to work on Monday. I, I'm with them. I mean, you got this game. They played at 7 p.m. It didn't kick off till at 640. It was 646, by the way. So it, it, it started even later than anticipated. Why not play on Saturday night? I don't know. What is the point of playing on Sunday? You've had two weeks off. Or the extra week. Very weird. Play Saturday night at 7 o'clock. We could all have big parties, Jerry. Oh, I man. could go to parties. I, what is the, I don't understand why we got to play Sunday evening at 6 o'clock or 7 or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Right. We, we Plus, don't need the holiday on Monday. Just play Saturday. Right. Not only that, Jerry, like you said, you're, you're kicking off late. Now the halftime's 30 minutes. Yes. Not 15. That you have, to, you have to pencil that in for four hours if it's a normal game, essentially, because you have added commercials and a 30-minute halftime show. And then I don't know if they still do this, because they used to, like, whoever had the Super Bowl this year, Fox, after the Super Bowl, they'd put on their big show that was going to... Yes, I remember. Remember Survivor back in the day on CBS? Yes. Could you imagine now going, oh, I just enjoyed uh, five, six hours of Super Bowl coverage. It's uh, 1230 at night. Let's watch Survivor. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a little late for me. Yes. It's a little late. Um, Well, with that, that's the NFL season. Let me ask you this real quick. Did you think this was fun or disrespectful? Man of the year, Dak Prescott being booed by Eagles fans. Uh, Both. Yeah, I kind of. I, that I way thought too. it was fun because it's the Eagle fans, <laughs> and I would expect nothing less. Yes, disrespectful though because of why he was being announced. Correct. But I Eagle, couldn't figure it out. But an, I, it's it's to me it's half it's it's both. It really is. Yeah, I was like these. At first, I was like these jerks. But then you're like the man of the year. I was like that <laughs> is they're funny, them. <laughs> right? Because it's not it's not like the game was even in Philadelphia. <laughs> no, I know they there were made, a lot of Eagle fans though. They made themselves known. Oh, of course, they would out there to him. They were present. And it is a cowboy. And I I didn't see it. I heard it. Yeah. From the other room. Yeah, there's no question. I don't know if you saw. Was he smiling? He Did was he, smiling. He enjoyed right? the yeah, boo? Yeah, really he was smiling. It was kind of like, oh, man, where was it? Oh, I'm blanking out on the... It happened in baseball, too, this year. Oh, Mets Old Timers Day when they had, uh, they had the game. They were booing. Who were they booing, Eddie? Do you remember? Come on. They're booing he, an old guy? Yes, when he got introduced because he wasn't with the Mets very... Oh, I can't remember. I'll, I'm going to we'll go to the break. I'll come back and I'll tell you that. So he was booed because he was m- more an opponent of the Mets than an actual I'm, Met? I'm, I'm blanking out yeah. on it right now. I just remember he was, and I'm not talking about Joe Torre was booed too, by the way, on Old Timers Day. <laughs> but there was someone else that got booed on Met Old Timers Day. Or maybe, I don't know. Here's a man who. Maybe it was the All-Star game. I'm, maybe that's what it was. Here's a man who's given all of his weekend time for the community and uh, all during the football season when he was being criticized. He was still out there helping uh, children and boom. <laughs> <laughs> Any one of these guys from all 32 teams could have been the man of the year. They were all worthy. <laughs> he went even one step beyond. Boo, this jerk. <laughs> that's pretty funny. With a bull. Call. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Uh, we got to take a break. It's 519 when we come back. Probably more on the football because what else is there today, really? Uh, and then Boomer and Geo back in New York City for a final football Monday show right here on the fan.
I do have an update for you that I would like to get to if I can find I it really quick. So you had asked me last week, and if it wasn't you, then it, <laughs> then it was G when I filled in when Boomer was sick. But I think it was me and you. But we were talking about incentives. I do recall in that. In this game. Yes. And you remember Juju Smith-Schuster oh, yeah. had incentives to make extra money. He had like a million-dollar incentive. So here he was on NFL Network afterwards being told about it. Are you aware of the incentive that you hit today? Nah, nah, nah. What's ching, up? I ching, extra money? Ching, 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 ching. Do you want to know? I know. Yeah, let me know. What's up? What's up? Okay, so you had to play at least half the offensive snaps. Okay, okay. And the Chiefs have to win. Check, check, big check for a million. Yeah. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> See, and I saw this. He looked legit, like, excited and surprised at but the same time. Yes. Like, I knew from reading the article, he didn't know. How does his agent not tell him that? Maybe they didn't want to jinx it. Maybe. Okay, that's fair. By the way, I watched, uh, you know, I got rid of, uh, I have no cable and no right. streaming service. Your life is basically the Aaron Rodgers darkness retreat these yeah, days. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but uh, the Super Bowl was on the free Fox Sports app. They they gave you the Super Bowl and all the coverage uh, free on the app. This you didn't need to sign in with a cable subscriber, right. or you could have just gotten the antenna that I've told you about for nah, three years now, and it would have tr- been crystal clear. I don't trust the. An- I think I'm too far from the antenna. No, you're not. Anyway, this worked great. It didn't skip. It did it. It nice. was crystal clear. Like it was uh, finally had like a very nice streaming. Wasn't experience. there a Super Bowl recently where the streaming wasn't working so yeah. good? Yeah, and that's what I was th- expecting for this one. But I think they finally got they, this figured out. They got out. it down. They finally got as it figured out. As long as you out. got decent internet, you're good to go. Yeah. All right. Uh, you remember earlier in the Super Bowl week, Jerry, I told you I was enjoying coffee and Brian Dayball walked by yes. and I yelled, Dayball! Yes. Well, when Eddie and I got to the airport to leave on Friday. Brian Dayball again. We see Brian Dayball no again. No kidding. Uh, we said, uh, we were very low key, uh, Jerry. We went like this. We saw him at. Did you go Dabes? No. When we saw him, we go, congrats, coach. Eddie and I both did that. Low, we played it low key. He goes, "Thanks, guys." Okay, we go down. Who's waiting to board the same airplane as us, Jerry? Brian Dayball and his family. Jerry, he was going up to like ten to twelve year old kids who were eyeballing him yeah. and like whispering. He'd go up to me, "Oh, what's up?" A fist bump with the kids. That's great. He was having such a great time hanging out by the gate with like yeah. young football fans. Well, what does he have? going wrong right now nothing nothing but Everything's still right in his world like he had we had all had time to kill right sure, yeah. so he so i guess eddie reaches out to uh head pr man over there pat hanlon pat hanley who, who eddie's known for a hundred years yeah, yeah. and he said hey we were sitting across from coach we see coach he's interacting with people having a good time for himself a few minutes later <laughs> the coach walks over he goes you al dukes and eddie scazzeri we go oh yes uh, he's very nice with us right so Eddie asks Pat Hanlon, he goes, just out of curiosity, what did you text Brian Dayball so he figured out right. who to go up to? And what did he say, Eddie? He said, look for a guy with a gray ponytail and a guy who's bald. And he said the, the ponytail guy looks like he should be smoking a joint at the top of a mountain. <laughs> and he said Dayball goes, found him. <laughs> Well, it is pretty obvious. It was great. That's though. a great description too. But yeah, he was he was so great with people going up, people going up, taking pictures. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, he was having a good time. Would have been very easy for him to. I assume you were on United, like you yeah, went down. United. Would have been very easy for him, I'm sure, to go just hide in the United, you know, that, that's what I thought. area. I actually thought that's what he was going to do. Yeah, he had a a very subtle Giants vest on, like it wasn't a display, but it was a, a small logo. It wasn't like you wearing your softball jersey that said Dukes. No, on the airport, he didn't go that. He didn't go that far, but it was yeah. great. I think that's that's a great story. He seems like a very down to earth type of guy, and that's I think that's awesome. It really is. He of course did sit in first class. So did you going down there? What are you talking? Yeah, and about? In fact, I, I feel like Brian Dayball's family is the one that cost me upgrade because there the were too many of them. There were too many of them. <laughs> they were all first class, Jerry. Here's first class. We call it the Dayball. Yeah, I had to sit back there with the scrubs. <laughs> I will tell you, I went from I so I flew to Chicago, as you know, on Friday from Phoenix to Chicago. That was we flew American. What a great flight! And we were, but we weren't in row thirty. I think we were in row twenty-four yeah. or so, something like that. I had a lady, so Matthew gave him the window seat. I sat in the middle, and I had a woman on the aisle. She did not move 
Like, at one point, I'm like, is she breathing? She's dead. Like, she didn't flinch. The, as soon as she got on, she went to sleep, and she was a petite woman. So I had plenty of room. Matthew's thin. I tell you, it was a pretty good experience. It was a nice thin row you were in there, it Jerry. It wasn't terrible. And I saw your tweet. I did see your tweet this weekend. Yeah. As, you know, society gets larger and larger, the seats get smaller. and Doesn't make any sense. But this worked out. Well, I was the fat guy in that in that row. Yeah. And it was all well, right. That's not bad. It was it's not bad. It's always best to be the fat guy. If I don't want to be the fat no, I'm guy. Saying I'm tired of gaining weight. It's good to have skinny people with you. I did have skinny people left in the right line. of me. Yes. Uh, Kadarius Tony did have a touchdown for the he Chiefs, did. Jerry. Yes, and a 65-yard punt return. That was that was weird on that punt return. It didn't go for a touchdown. Like you said, 65. I kind of feel like he quit near the end. <laughs> that You do see that a lot. <laughs> I don't know and why. I don't know if I don't think they run out of gas. I don't know what it is. And I don't. And I also think we're at a different angle watching mm-hmm. it from sure. wherever the camera is versus what he's seeing in front of him. He may not see any daylight, right? And but it looked like he was like, "That's ah, good enough." Yeah, I that, that's that happens on a lot of plays in the NFL. I see it a lot too when when uh, somebody's running in for a score and there's someone chasing them from behind, and you think you're there, dive at them. But I don't know if. If that's the reality from the on the field angle versus what we're seeing on TV, right. if they feel like they could reach them, yeah, do they have it in them at that point? Do they have the angle to get? I don't know. But, but you go run sixty yards <laughs> and then try and do that. Not easy, right? But I also felt like too, like Kadarius Tony. You, if you ran out of gas there, you could a punt return touchdown in the Super Bowl. Well, he does. I believe the sixty-five yard punt return is the longest in Super Bowl history. Is that right for a punt return? I believe so. I was thinking of this, too, uh, when we were talking about, like, oh, was there buzz? Was there no buzz? Did it feel like a big game? Now that there have been so many Super Bowls, it's hard to break records. Like, when I was a kid watching the Super Bowl, mm. every game, they'd be like, that was the longest play from scrimmage. That was the longest interception. Now there have been so many games. Well, you, you could still have the longest play from scrimmage. Yeah, but it's harder to do now. Well, yeah, but they're still there to be broken. Yeah, like, I remember uh, the... Uh, Eagles Raiders Super Bowl 1981 uh, swing pass to Kenny King the running back mm-hmm. and he took it like 80 yards they go that is the longest pass in NFL sure Super Bowl history well history is getting longer and longer yeah but it doesn't mean things don't happen so Kadarius Tony I believe broke a record last night I'll confirm that yeah well good for him yes hey good for you Kadarius the Joker by the way Andy Reid said coming back. He did, so, and I'll play one more for you before we go to break. Because that was controversy, right? We weren't sure if he was coming back? We weren't sure. He's going to um, run it back. Jerry, you know what they go? He's going to run it back. Here was so Terry Bradshaw. I'm going to save a couple of clips for 630. He's taken a beating for a couple of his questions that he asked um, Andy Reid. This one, though, was like, I thought this of the... Of everything for what he got killed for, I thought this one was the rude one. All right. Not the other two that I'll save for 630. This was Bradshaw with Reed on the podium. I know that you're getting up in years now like me, and I just I just know that it's got to be a time that where all these Super Bowls, you got to say to yourself, time to ride off into the sunset. That's not going to happen, is it? No. no. I'm going to enjoy this one right here. I'm going to okay. tell you, this is unbelievable. <laughs> He's like, you're old. Time to go. Yeah. I'm not old, Terry. <laughs> that was on Fox. You are. He actually did say he feels old. Andy Reid does? Andy Reid did. At some point, somewhere else, he said, I look in the mirror and I'm old. <laughs> I joined the club, Andy. <laughs> Me too. I, you know, it's funny, though, looking at him, I feel like he looks the same. Yep. But then they they played the, ple- uh, the piece a few times in all the pregame coverage of Reid through the years, and then you see him when he is a younger man. It's like, yeah. Like, who's that? You're right. I oh, always, my God. That's Andy Reid. I always picture him exactly yes. how he is right now. Like the walrus. Just like, like Craig Stadler in the, from golf. Like there's certain what, guys. Like Jerry Jones, I picture always looking like But this. if you then go look at photos when he bought the Cowboys, like that's the same guy? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, 30 years ago. 40, yeah. I mean, that's what happens. So very interesting with uh, with Reed, though. We've got a lot of sound that we will get through throughout the Is course that of the right, morning. Is that right, Jerry? Yeah, I mean, I played a few of them already, but I got a couple of other good ones that I will save sounds for like, 6.30. Sounds like you're saving the better ones for the primetime show. Um, this is prime no. time, Jerry. I mean, I, I gave you the, the best one. They get to a third and eight mm-hmm. on the 15-yard line and an incomplete pass and call Shepard's team with a bull call. I mean, utter, complete bull And this is a media member, not a player. That was a media member media. on live TV. In Philadelphia. <laughs> yes, Michael Barkin. Very upset. Uh, but I, I, I will tell you this. 
he is probably a conquering hero in Philadelphia this morning. You're right. There You're right. They can no, fire that guy. No way. You cannot you can put any discipline on him after that because the Eagle fans love this man. So hey, Michael Barkan. Oh, good for, for you. you. All right, 536. We still got more to do's, and then we got the Boomer and Geo at 6 o'clock on the fan. I'll go. All right, the Kansas City Chiefs are Super Bowl champions as they beat the Eagles last night in Phoenix on a terrible field, by the way. I don't understand how that happens. Oh, yeah. Dude, the kicker almost broke his ankle <laughs> trying to kick the ball off on one. Well, you see, even uh, a couple times, the 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 one of the Chiefs that scored the touchdown early, he went to celebrate and he slipped yeah. and fell. Yeah, I don't, it's very strange. I don't know if that was new turf that was put in for this game or not because that does happen when they replace the grass, but I don't know. And then I saw very that strange. Pacheco guy, dude, who I love, uh, Rutgers fella, Jerry. Yes, Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah, he. I thought he actually really hurt himself just getting up and slipping. I was like, that guy looked like he pulled a leg mm-hmm. muscle. Yeah, I know, I know, not good. And a lot of guys talked about it. I thought the one, um, oh gosh, I'm thinking, I can't think of his name. One of the guys in the Eagles, I'm blanking out on who it was, basically took the route of they played on the same field as we did, so let's not blame the field. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. That's true. I really, I thought him, uh, Sirianni, not complaining about the penalty. Like you want to talk about, I'm not saying all of them, but the ones that I saw taking the high road and they beat us. I thought that was great. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, they also played on the same field with the same officials. Exactly. And I saw other players like online saying that the, that the turf in Arizona in particular is just that the playing surface is, is that true? terrible. Yeah. Would not have known that. I did not know that. No, I did not know that. By the way, I saw a commercial, you know, you talked about not being able to see many of the commercials. You yeah. were, you know, there was a commercial for what looked like a brand new Batman movie, Jerry. Okay. So I'm like, Batman, ba ba ba. Then all of a sudden it goes, the Flash coming in. Mm. The f- they know the Flash can't carry a movie, so they had to put freaking Batman in it. So Batman is in the movie. He's in this new Flash movie because that the Flash TV show is outstanding. Oh, is that right? The, yeah, but I'm wondering if it's the same guy playing. Um, I don't think it is the same guy. No, oh. but I just felt like, man, if I'm the Flash, I feel like they don't think I could carry this movie. They got to throw the Batman in there. Let's, let's see, lead actor. I'm gonna see the. Did you I, now? I'm not sure if this was a joke or not. All right. Uh, let's see. No, if this is so, Grant Gustin is the Flash on the TV show. Very good. This looks like Ezra Miller is going to be. Oh yeah, Ezra Miller, Barry Allen in yep. the movie. People Why love you Ezra Miller. Use the Flash on TV. I don't know. That's I don't what get the, that. That's what that actor's saying. I'm the Flash. He is the Flash because I, if as someone that has watched that TV series, not all of it, but I watched a few seasons of it. I would go to the movie like, who's this guy? Where's the Flash? Was that a real commercial? For a new Indiana Jones movie? I or think was it that was. a joke? I don't know. I'm with you. Is it Harrison sure. Ford 93 years old at this point? Yeah, he's jumping out of planes and this Doing 1923? I couldn't tell either, Jerry. I'm with you. Hmm. Then this was also interesting. There were multiple commercials where a beer sponsor and a completely different sponsor were in the same commercial. It was what? There was like, there were, there were multiple commercials. <laughs> Sorry, yes. There were multiple commercials yeah. where it was like... It looked like two companies foot the bill for the commercial. Oh, okay. It was like uh, Michelob Ultra and a TV show on Netflix. Mm. Another movie and another beer. By the way, I saw Serena Williams Yeah, in two different alcohol commercials. Nice. Like, this woman is clean She's making up, money is what she's doing. This she is, is So cl- this is her post-tennis career. Oh, yeah. If her tennis career is over, which she continues to not say that it is. By the way, this is a real movie. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, scheduled for release June 30th. Yes. That's unbelievable. Wow. I heard they put Batman in that, too, just because they don't not sure. They should have. They're not sure if he could carry it. Is this the fifth Indiana Jones movie? Could be. Is that possible? I thought there were only two. I thought there were four. Then then this would yeah. be the fifth. <laughs> that comes after four. Oh. <laughs> you guys figured it out, did you? Oh. <laughs> By the way, Aaron Rodgers today, Jerry, is uh, going into the darkness. It starts, you saw that the, uh, was it Rappaport? Someone said that the Jets have officially uh, inquired. Yeah. By the way, don't you, wouldn't you have thought that already happened with how much we're talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah, you would like, think so. They're probably like, hmm, 
all this talk about us going after Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> has anyone called? Has anyone reached out We're to the Packers? We're just assuming the Packers are calling the Jets, apparently. Yes. By the Harrison Ford's 80. So, yeah, wow. so I guess they've made that call. Well, Finally. For them. It's, a, it's about time. They want to see, is he available via trade? Yeah. And then I'm a little confused by this one, Jerry. Uh, Derek Carr told the New Orleans Saints he will not accept a trade to any team. Mm-hmm. But this is a business decision, right? So he's still expected to then be released by the Raiders, I guess, if if they this, can't get a trade. This is all money-related. It is. These are all dates and what he gets owed, what's guaranteed. So, yes. So me reading this going, Derek Carr. It doesn't mean he wants any... to stay on the Raiders. Okay. It, it means he's probably still not going to be on the Raiders next year. Oh, he's not going to be on the Raiders. Exactly. And he, then, I think he wants to be released. Yeah. But who knows? I shall be released. I think if he gets, again, I have to, we we did all this a couple weeks ago. If he, I, I don't want to sound like an idiot. I do that enough on a daily basis. But it has something to do with his guaranteed money. Got it. Leave it there. Okay. I was excited to read this. Rex Ryan. A book. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Jerry. I don't read books. <laughs> I know. If it's longer than a tweet, I'm not interested. <laughs> you are you're the microcosm of society. If this thing's longer than two lines, I'm out. I'm out, Jerry. I don't get time for that. Attention span gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's why that ride out to the boat was killing you. Yeah, like what are we Stop doing? Stop talking. Bird yes. <laughs> <laughs> is the word. Rex Ryan interviewing with the, the Denver Broncos. I know. I love it. I thought that was interesting. For defen- defensive coordinator job yeah. with Sean Payton. I'm really I know that things didn't go well in Buffalo for X. I know that. I'm still surprised he's never had another head coaching chance. Me too. Because for a while here with the Jets, it did go well. Yes. But and he's a fun know. shake it up kind of guy. I know. That's why I love this idea and I love that he's going back to being if he take if he gets his job, going back to being defensive coordinator only. The question I awesome. would have and I don't know who could give you this answer? What is his shelf life on TV? Because he's very good on TV. Yeah. But we also see how they turn over those personalities sometimes. Unless you're on the Fox pregame show, then you just Those guys die stay there. forever. <laughs> <laughs> that's Yes, that's true. Howie Long and, and Jimmy Johnson. My and goodness. They're all, and Terry Bradshaw, they're all still there. Um but ES, I feel like ESPN turns guys over yeah. a lot in those studio shows. That's Not true. necessarily. Like Steve Young's been doing the Monday night stuff for a long time now. But I wonder if Rex, if he took a job like this, if there's some thought that, you know what, TV, you might be reaching your limit with TV. Maybe it's time to get back in the game. Right, go back to coach for a bit, then go back to TV. You're fresh again. Like, why would he not have been someone for an analyst job? I don't know. He's got personality. He knows the game. Not afraid to say stuff. I don't understand. I'd rather, and I mean this, I'd rather him than Tom Brady. Tom Brady's boring. Correct. I, I'm with you. Unless Brady turns out to be John Madden and I'm not seeing it. Eh. You're right. Eh. I'm with you. Leave Greg Olson alone. Yes. Put Tom Brady with Andrew Catalan. Your guy. I love it. That the sixth f- team or whatever. That's CBS too. Oh. No, that's not going to work. We got to well, find I don't know. Put Adam Amin. Replace Moose Johnston with uh, Tom Brady. You don't Let's like do Moose that. Johnston. Nah, I'm with Gio on that. Like I've, I've had it with Moose Johnston. Yeah, he doesn't. He's just there. He doesn't bother me. Yeah, like he doesn't take away from the game. You he know, bo- he bores me. He's with uh, Kenny, right? Kenny Albert. Kenny Albert. Yeah. yeah. Kenny Moose and Goose. A goose passed well, away. Goose passed away. You fortunately. By the way, Derek Jeter's joining joining MLB on Fox. If I'm a Rod, I gotta be like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Can you go find your own thing? Go somewhere else. <laughs> I know. I saw that too. Yeah. Now, that's going to be interesting because we think he's a dullard just like Tom Brady. So we're going to find out. Yes, though I will say some of the commercials he has done, a little more personality. I think he's been better, much better than he was in the locker room in his post-Marlins experiment or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Now that he's kind of out there a little bit, the few times I've seen him, all right, why not? Okay. So you're uh, you're not uh, predicting terrible things? You're not sure? No, not at all. No, I think he'll be good with that group. Yeah. With David Ortiz and Alex Rodriguez, I think he'll be good. And I don't, Burkhardt will be on that set a lot of times, too. Oh, for baseball? Yeah. Boy, that guy's double dipping, Jerry. Well, it's Fox. Oh. It's part of his contract. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Are you all right? 
Oh, now I see what you're saying. <laughs> Who did you want to put Brady with? That was at CBS. <laughs> uh, uh, Iron Eagle. Right. Wrong network. <laughs> right, quick break. Right now, Charles Davis is like, "Who the hell just said <laughs> that guy's name?" I was like, "Get him out." These things. All right, when we come back, uh, we'll get you to Boomer and Geo. Right now, it's an Odyssey Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence on the Super Bowl. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, I got about 20 seconds or so left. Boomer and Geo then. I know you saved the best story for last. Oh, yeah, Jerry. Uh, good news for the Giants. There uh, seems like their coaching staff's going to stay intact, Jerry. Yes, I did see uh, Mike Kafka does not look like he's going anywhere. Uh, same with Wink Martindale, though. Yep. I don't think we thought he was going anywhere. And the Colts, are, I guess, are planning to hire the uh, Eagles offensive coordinator. Well, who's going to Arizona? I don't know. Because I know Kafka WFAN, WFAN-FM, WFAN-FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.